up, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Step Back Sisterhood. I am always joined by Tara, Britt, and Amber, and today we are talking about NBA Top Shot, and I am joined by the one and only Brandon Earl Smith. How you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you ladies doing? Doing good. Good. So, um, Top Shot is... All is the way now, and you know I'm trying to. I'm thinking about getting into it. And Brandon, you said on Twitter that you were into it. So yes, how did you get into it? What made you get into it? Um, curiosity. Um, if I can break it down to the simplest form, um, I had heard about it. So I'm, I probably heard about it three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and just through podcasts and and things. Just you know, just. Just real, just very vaguely. And I, you know, I didn't really even, I didn't flinch or anything like that. Um, and then it just, it literally just kept coming into my face on, on things. So one of my regular podcasts that I listened to, um, they did a, um, ESPN Daily did a, did a podcast on it with, um, when, when Horse and, uh, Pablo Torre and they did that podcast maybe two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. And I listened to it and, Look, honestly, it sounded nuts. <laughs> I mean, it, it still sounds nuts. I mean, let, me, let me just be honest. It, it still sounds nuts. And so I listened to that podcast, and I, so I, I and I was like, okay. I mean, I, it, it it makes sense in the in the sense that you know, if you just think of digital cards, or if you just think of trading cards, like you know, we all grew up, you know, collecting, and you just kind of um, say it's you know, it's just the digital process of that, and you know, just like anything else, you know, you put some type of, you know, something gets a fictional value and, and just, be, you know, supply and demand and, and things like that kind of determine how things work with, with, you know, your digital card, your moment, I guess what they call it. So I listened to the podcast, was intrigued. So went online, went to the website and I was, and I went, and I went there and you couldn't like, like you couldn't even get it on the ground level, like, unless you know, so they have like these trading cards that these packs that you give out and you couldn't even get started there because everything was sold out. So you literally had to like buy in as like buying a moment. And like that didn't make sense to me. Like I just wanted to get in at the ground floor, just, you know, some random packs and just see what happens. So for a week, I was just kind of discouraged because I couldn't even, you know, the because of the demand, you couldn't even get in at the, the basic level card at $9, like a pack of $9. So um, I was discouraged for about a week and then I signed up for like when the drops would happen and then they had a, a $99 drop, which is what you get six cards. Five of them are like common. One of them are rare is rare. And I just, you know, you know, like sneaker releases, anything else, tickets for a concert. I just got in line and, and I was like, well, we'll see what happens. And honestly, I was hoping I wouldn't make it or something would happen during processing. Cause I was like, I, I, I just still couldn't justify spending $99 on something I still don't really know about, but yeah, I got in, I got, you know, six cards and I'm, I'm rocking and rolling. I've, I've, you know, I've did a couple little, like, you know, smaller deals. I just wanted to kind of see how the process worked and things like that. But, um, no, I'm in, I, I guess I'm in now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You could just tell how excited it was just listening to you describe <laughs> the whole thing. And to be honest, I like was where you were like, you know, or I am where you were a few weeks ago where I was like, okay, fine. 
I'll Google it. <laughs> you know? So I Googled like what is Top mm-hmm. Shot, and I was like. Okay, so basically, instead of like you know trading cards that you can hold, they're like digital trading right. cards. Yeah. And instead of just being like a person, it's like a thing that happens. Yes, and you know you, you hear the, the basic the biggest pushback you'll hear, and even look, I'm not all the way convinced on this either. So it's not like I'm all the way all the way in, but you know the, the most common thing you'll hear from somebody is like, well, why can't I go look at that moment on YouTube? You know, like it, it doesn't make sense. I'll, I'll just go to YouTube and it's right there. And I mean, yes, that, yes, you can do that. But, you know, it's in this platform where, you know, owning it does mean something compared to, I mean, um, it does mean something in the sense that, um, you know, that there's serial numbers and, you know, there's, you know, um, you know, just different moments and, 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 you know, just, um, just the supply and demand of some of the things. So, yeah, I mean, again, it, it, it does sound silly, but, you know, I listened to that podcast and they said, you know, they gave this example of like Beanie Babies. You know, I remember growing up getting, you know, those Beanie Babies that were at McDonald's and things like that. And you thought, you know, it, it's, it's a physical thing. So you, you felt a little bit, a little bit better doing it, but it's, you know, it's, it's the same type of concept, you know, you invest in it and hope, that maybe in a couple of years or a decade or something, and you can, you know, flip that for, you know, whatever you're looking to flip it for. So, yeah, I mean, if, once you get past like the digital part of it and then things like that, I think it, it makes sense. It's just, you know, it's so new. They're in the beta form of it. They don't even have an app, you know, it's still everything's just on, on the website. So, you know, it's, it's that part's kind of, you know, uneasy, but yeah. My question for you would be, how do you feel like the NBA players are going to get involved in this? Because I see like Tara Rogier was tweeting top NBA top shop. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, what? Like, yeah. how would, how are the NBA players going to get involved in this? Because this is new. Cause you know, cryptocurrency is the thing yeah. now. Yeah. And no doubt. No doubt. that's just what it is now. And people are moving towards digital everything. You don't even mm-hmm. buy DVDs anymore. Everything exactly. is digital. Exactly. So how do you think the NBA players are going to invest in this new thing? Well, I guess first off, you know, if, if it makes money, it makes sense to them, right? You know, I guess, you know, it makes sense to anybody if you, you can make money and, and, and things like that. So, I mean, I've heard Tyrese Halliburton talk about it. And, you know, as soon as one of these players, like, mentions one of their moments, you know, they, if, if, you know the price just increases and it, it just goes crazy. Um, like the Terry Rozier thing. I was reading that, you know, how his was, you know, at a reasonable price. And then he like tweeted about, yo, if you find one of my moments, I'll, you know, get you some, you know, I'll sign something for you or something. And the thing just shot up, you know? So, um, you know, they have a big, you know, they have big audiences. So it's, I guess it's only smart for like that business model for top shop to get in the game with players because, you know, I guess the more people you attract to this, to, to this, um, to this world, uh, you're, you're increasing the demand and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't see, um, I, I mean, I don't see the negative right now for any NBA players to get into. It. I just, you know, just learning like the rest of us, you know, just kind of how this works and is it worth it? And yeah, how can I, how can I get my hands on stuff and things like that? So. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's. I mean, the uh, the roof is just you know it's, it's it's limitless to where this can go. Yeah, you mentioned that you 
were able to get the six cards for $99. What were the top shots that you got? So, so in that six pack, um, so, so first off, I think it was just to give some context, I believe there was only 10,000 packs. And I think I saw at its peak, I think I saw a hundred and maybe 20,000 people in line for it. So that just gives you a little bit of like the scarcity in, in those and in, on, on that drop. So in this rare pack drop, which was, which is why they gave you the $99 um, price range, five common cards, which common means the serial numbers are, I think, between 10,000 and 50. 10,000 and 15,000 and then one rare moment in there. And that's only one out of 300 or 400. So I got, um, the, my common cards were Darius Garland, um, uh, RJ Barrett, um, Trey Young, um, LeBron actually, uh, actually, and the LeBron one's actually really cool because it's, it's a low serial number, which I guess is again supposed to be really good. And it's the one where he hits the three pointer, um, against the Rockets and he turned around, you know, and, and dapped up his, hit the guys after he hit it. So that, so it was just like a regular three pointer. It was like a three pointer, which is one of those memorable moments. So those four, um, man, now I can't even remember my, my fifth common one. And then my, Oh, Stanley Johnson, uh, like put back dunk on Stanley Johnson. And then my rare moment was, um, just like a Jason Tatum, like layup or, or something like that. So, yeah. My question is, um, when it comes to the collection industry, you know, like the, you know, autograph jerseys, balls or whatever, I wonder how would Top Shot, you know, how can they compete? Well, not Top Shot, but, you know, the traditional means of collection. Mm -hmm. How can you, how do you foresee them competing? And also, do you see Top Shot, um, getting, you know, the historical players, you know, like the Magics, Bird, Jordan. I wonder how would that look? I'll answer that part first because I have read and heard that, like, that's kind of like the next reincarnation of this is, you know, NBA, like legendary plays or from legendary players, you know, like like you just mentioned. And and so I, I had heard, like, you know, further down the road, like those are going to be some um, – some moments that people are going to get. But if you look at it right now, there's people that have like Kevin Garnett and, and, and Nets jerseys and, and things like that doing, doing moments. Cause this is, I mean, I think this is to my knowledge, they've had packs available as early as like last, like last February. So people, and then at that time, you could just buy as many packs as you wanted. Now you, they cap, they're capping you at one per, account and things like that so you know people that were ground 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 floor of this you know got some of those older um um players like that not i guess more recent players but as to your point um i do believe that they are that that is going to be in motion eventually some of the the legends and and, um, plays like that as far as like you know i'm trying to think what what was the um because i was a big trading card person so i guess i'm i guess i'm just thinking what like top deck upper deck things like that upper right deck, so yeah yeah yeah, oh. yeah so like it's 
you know, you, you've seen this, and I, and I haven't done much research on this, but you've seen how these, like, physical packs, and I don't know if it's still upper deck and things like that, but these physical packs are, like, going through some of this this um, renaissance, too, where people are going back to collecting physical cards and, you know, don't don't open this rare pack because you may be able to sell it for, for more later on or, you know, open it up right now and see what you can get and, and things like that. So, I mean, I, I get... You know, again, everything is just so new with all this stuff, but you, you do see everyone trying to, you know, some of the, the old model of collectors collecting, trying to, you know, pivot and, you know, find their way in, into this as well. When I started my uh, extensive research that lasted one day, uh, <laughs> uh, I was blown away at the genius of the marketing of this mm-hmm. whole thing. I just – whoever had this idea to basically convince us to buy memories yes, kind of freaks me out a little bit. I feel like we're like one step towards the matrix. Um <laughs> But I also have seen a lot of, like you were saying, like you, you kind of were convinced or one of the things that led you, uh, to make your purchase was watching other people do it together or listening to the podcast where they mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that is like a thing that is happening now. And it just got me thinking that I'm wondering how much of the success of this is, you know, due to the fact that it's like a really original idea and also how much of it is because we're stuck at home. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Have you thought about that? I mean, I, you know, word of mouth is, you know, a huge thing. And then, you know, if, if, if it's a level of exclusivity, um, or you, some type of FOMO and, you know, you want to be, you know, in on, on a type of thing. So I, I, I'll go back to that podcast. Like I, I listened to that podcast, I believe it was two weeks ago. And then a week after that podcast, the numbers that the increase that they've had, and on that side of users and just profit was, I, 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 I saw their profit from a week from, from the podcast week until the following week was like more than a thousand percent. It was just insane. The amount of users, you know, w- was just crazy. And then again, like every other press conference you're, you're seeing from like every other game, some guys dropping it, like, yo, find, find my top shot moment and, and things like that. So, I, th- I mean, the word of mouth, yes, um, definitely. Um, and, and just basketball in itself, you know, the NBA is such a social, you know, it's just it's for social social media, you know. So, um, yeah, all all that helps. Um, I, I mean, I think I think you know a little bit of being at home can can impact that. I mean, look, I've obviously been on my screen a lot more than I, I would have and, and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's just, man, it's, it's like, a, it's a perfect, it's literally just like a perfect cocktail right now of how this is just happening and just blown up and just, yeah. And again, this is, it's still in beta, you know, which is, you know, can be scary for some or like optimistic for others. And, you know, in an hour, if you talk to me, I might say like, I I'm still, I, I'm scared. And then in the next hour, you, I might be optimistic. So, yeah, it's, it just goes back and forth. Well, and as an Android user, I'm still waiting to be uh, able to get onto Clubhouse. Yeah, so yeah. I was just excited to find out that Top Shot was, like, totally platform agnostic. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, look, one of the – I guess one of the biggest drawbacks now, um, aside from just, you know, it being new and all that, 
but you know, one of the um, um, complex that, that comes with that is just they have a high bot usage, and it's like that. That part is you know frustrating to a lot of people. You know, so when they had this drop the other day of the rare packs, like you know, so it, it got postponed twenty four hours because uh, you know the Top Shot press release said you know we're we're trying to you know limit or stop we know we know this is happening and we know people want to use us but you know we're we're getting infiltrated by bots and and things like that and even if you go on there and look at prices of moments like you'll see you know the lowest price which is okay but you'll see the the top price and you know to me that's just like bot accounts trading with each other and just you know going back and forth back and forth and just upping the price i don't you know anytime you see like a top the, the maximum price, I, I never believe in that because I just, I'm I'm almost confident that's just like bot accounts trading back and forth with each, with each other. So, yeah, the, the bot thing is another huge thing about this. It's just, you know, that it's just, it, it's people looking to game the system and, and they will. <laughs> now you talk about bots. We've had a couple of sneaker um, head episodes mm-hmm. and they talk about bots. Why do you think bots take over certain industries such as shoes and looks like top shop? Do you think that will deter people from trying to collect or do you think that will encourage people to try to beat the bot? Cause I try to beat the bot all the time on the future apps and it just doesn't <laughs> how's work. How's it work for you? Yeah. I mean, want to know your opinion. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep going back to the example of. The, the the pack I the ninety nine dollar pack I got that I luckily got into um, again that still left a whole lot of users without even being able to get in at the ground floor right and and like people you know flooding you know their mentions and, and things like that saying look like we want to participate we want to be in but I don't want to you know I think you know some of the lowest cards or moments are like thirty dollars I don't want to just purchase one card for $30. Like I want to, you know, feel like I'm actually doing something. So they just had a, a drawing or you could, for the, for the lowest pack, the $9 pack, they just had people, you could sign up and get into that um, Saturday. And I think that was strictly on the demand of just getting people on at the ground floor, right? Just so you can, you know, people can feel part of it because to, to answer the question, if, if, if bots are, you know, continuously taking over, you don't feel like, you know, you're going to make any progress. I guess, I guess if I think about it with shoes and I, and I'm not like a sneakerhead like that or, or even try to compete with that, but, you know, I think it would feel different that people are like, whatever, I'm still going to try because at least shoes are, it's a physical thing, right? I, I think that does come into play whether you're wearing them or you, you know, you're going to flip them and things like that. I, I can keep seeing people going after shoes and, you know, it, it gives you a, a, a probably a different euphoria of being able to, you know, see the sneaker, you know, but this thing, like, you know, uh, people, um, you, you, I think with something being as digital as this, if you can't even, people will eventually just, you know, stop trying if, you know, you can't even get it on the ground floor, you know, you just want to at least have a chance and then, you know, you know, see what happens. Um, you said that you weren't too much of a sneaker head, but um, I- I'm assuming you mentioned that, you know, you m- had some 
card or you know, physical card experience. Um, do the moments give you that same sort of thrill? I, I don't know if you were either like a kid or some, you know, slightly younger than that when you started trading cards or is it just a different sort of feeling? Um, oh man, I don't, th- I guess I'm, let's say I'm relieved. How about that? Like, I, I'm just relieved that, you know, I'm least, I'm not one of these people. I'm, I'm not the person I was a week ago. Like, like just mad. <laughs> like I, I like I I can't participate. Like I mean if I I guess I could participate if I really wanted to like throw some money in there. But you know, I, look, all this stuff, like all the crypto stuff, I'm like none of this has ever made much sense to me. So I never even jumped into it. So I'm like super conservative as far as like that aspect of it. And you know, like I said, even when I was in line the day to get the $99 pack, I was, you know, in the back of my head hoping, man, maybe I get, maybe when I get to, it gets to my time, I'm it's sold out or, you know, it times out or something like that. Cause I just, you know, I still wasn't confident in it. So, um, yeah, I just, I guess relieved, you know, I, I can see right now that I, I, I've already made my $99 back just selling like two smaller moments. So, you know, the LeBron thing is, you know, something that's, that has a, a, you know, a big value or at least a bigger value than $99. You know, it's, it's, it's in the like $2,000 area now. So like, if I was really wanting to just, you know, do things like day by day and things like that, yeah, I'm like, okay, like I've, I, I you know, I've, I've made this and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'll just keep, keep going back to relieves and I, I, I made my money back. And so I'm good, you know, I'm, I'm good now. So I don't, I don't know if I'm going to like hold on to these things, if I'm going to keep moving and shaking, but you know, most importantly, I've made my money back. And if I really wanted to, like, if I, you know, if I, if I wanted $2,000 here or $3,000 here, I can put up like the LeBron or the Jason Tatum and um, those will, those will get sold. So. What moment would you like to have? If, if the pack drops, what moment okay. would you like to have? Okay, okay. So when I first started, when I first got into the website, um, I'm a big, I, I live in Charlotte. So yeah. um, I, I was already a big LaMelo Ball fan before he even got to Charlotte. Um, I, I just, you know, I just, I just love just what he represents as a, you know, player and things like that. So when I first got on there, um, I like this look for a little LaMelo ball moment. And so he only has one moment. <laughs> so it, it's, it was literally a simple pass. Like Gordon Hayward came off of screen. He passed it to him. Um, uh, literally four feet, five feet from him, pass it to him. Gordon Hayward hits, hits a jumper. And I think, the sh- I think the moment is like, $2,000, like low, like low end, just a simple pass. And I was, and I just couldn't understand why the hell it was $2,000. And then I read like the details of it and it said like his first assist, his first NBA assist. So, you know, that, that makes sense that, you know, something like that. And, you know, just the name of him, of him, um, that, that name, um, would, would represent that. But so. That was what I was looking for LaMelo stuff early. And that's the only moment he has available. But um, after that Anthony Edwards dunk the other night, I, I, no, I want that. Like, I, 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 like, hopefully in one of these, like, 
common drops with the nine dollar packs. It just comes up. I just, you know, that moment is just amazing. I, I, I looked at every angle. You know, I zoomed in on this on the still shots of the picture of the of the, of the still shot of the picture. I just that moment is just so awesome to me. So that, that's re- that's really cool moment. I would actually love to lob this question to everybody else. I want to know uh, what moments uh, you all would like. And it like, doesn't have to be one that exists. Like one thing that has happened that if you, you know, had the access to be able to buy it, which one would it be? Like for me, I don't know what moment it would be, but something commemorating Andre Miller's 52 point game when he played for Portland uh. would be like, I would drop every, I would, Sell my children for that. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't sell my children. I would sell my house for that. <laughs> so what what other moments uh, would uh, would the rest of you all look for? For Why? me. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead for me, I would like to own the moment that Steph pulled up from like 40 feet at OKC. You know, mm-hmm. it was like the five-year anniversary of that. I like to own that moment. I like to own the moment where – you know, Jordan did that switch, you know, the layup in the 91 finals. And weirdly, I would like to own the Malice in the Palace. Those three. <laughs> That's old school right there. The moment, the moment I would like was Kawhi. I have the t-shirt actually where Kawhi hits the three in a corner against the 76ers and he's mm. like kneeling down. I actually mm. have that t-shirt. I would like that moment on the card. Another moment I would like to have um probably be with Kyrie hitting that pretty much game winner over Steph in the NBA Finals, the Cavs. Um, that was a good moment for me to watch. Those are the two moments I can think of. Um, those moments were great for me because I was watching them live, just like biting my nails. Um, Tara, I thought you were going to take the dame shot over Paul George. <laughs> yeah, that's, too, that's too obvious. I could have taken that one or the one over um... – Chandler Parsons. I mean, I could yeah. take any any number of Dame shots, but that was too obvious. What about you, Britt? Um, for me, I think I would love like old school Hakeem. Um, I don't really have a preference on which one, so it sounds like they will be working with um, athletes as part of the um, NBA Alumni Association. Um, so hopefully they'll have releases out soon. But the one I really want, even though it's from a recently left player of the Rockets, is James Harden when he did the cross-up on uh, Wesley Johnson and he fell on the floor. That's yeah. the one that I really want. Yeah, that was just three years ago. Yeah. That just cool. happened just over three years ago. Yep. There's another one that from this year that I would go for, which is a Derek Jones Jr. block on LeBron, where mm. like, Derek Jones, like his head is up above like the rim practically, and he's blocking LeBron. And I love that. I use that on Twitter all the time whenever somebody says something <laughs> I don't like. So. You, you, you mentioned that. That, made, that makes me – or that reminds me of – so I, I, another thing is I think just the, the rare the – rare, moments from just like obscure players. So you, you mentioned that block that the Mario Pazonia one on LeBron when he was in New York Nick. Like I think that one would be like insane. You know, just the Knicks that already, you know, is a, you know, you know, obviously a, a crazy franchise as far as this war and blocking LeBron and just just a, a, a very benign player that I, I could I could imagine that would, you know, do crazy numbers too. Another moment that I wouldn't mind having would be Jordan shot over Emo. Mm. Sure, yeah. That 
that would be a great one. I think that's all the moments I can think of off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I'll probably have to think of more. I'll probably think of more when time goes on, but that would be, I wonder who would be the first NBA player to invest money into Topshop. I bet you'd be LeBron. Or to buy a piece of it. You know what I mean? Because if this is the way that you know, the world is changing towards digital, then why not? Why not? If, did you guys see the, like, the, the, the Tyrese Halliburton, like, interview the other day in his, his post game? It, it almost sounds, he went, like, on a two minute thing about Top Shop. And it sounds like if he's not, like, a partner of it or, or something, it, it, I would be surprised because how he was talking about it, like he just kept on driving the point, get on at the ground floor, get in at the ground floor. We can do this. Like he, he, he sounded like he was already had capital in the game and things like that. But uh, that, that, I think that's just a, a funny interview to just uh, uh, to go back or just to, to reference and listen. Just he sounds like, yeah, again, if he's not in, if he doesn't have like real stake into it, he's, you know, watching it very closely, and I could see how um, he would, you know, probably be one of the first players. I think he just had one. He did something on Twitch either today or yesterday where he was like with. I think he has mm. been with somebody with with Top Shot, and they like gave away a couple moments. So like, you know, he's he's definitely invested in it. Yeah, I think as a uh, in my actual paying job i work as a security engineer so i've heard of blockchain in the past and i have sort of a interesting um more negative sort of thought process about it but it seems as though the nba has already i i guess you know as a result of top shot um purchasing the licensing rights for the NBA, that's the reason why they would have to, you know, have some sort of stake into it. Do you think that since it's this popular that other um, leagues will be heading uh, that way? And I can definitely talk about a security perspective in a second, uh, but I- I'm really interested, um, Brandon, to hear if you think that other leagues are going to go this way as uh, as well. Yeah, I heard the next group, I was trying to, or like looking into this was like UFC. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, again, if it makes money, it makes sense. Right. So I don't, um, I, I don't understand why other leagues wouldn't, you know, try to do their best to, to get in on this. If, if, you know, it's a smart business decision and, um, yeah, yeah, I, I just, you know, I, they're probably, you know, watching how the NBA is, you know, maneuvering through this, but I'm, I'm definitely, um, I'm definitely thinking leagues are it's just going to, yeah, leagues are just going to copycat this and, you know, all, all the major leagues are going to be in this. Yeah. And, or sorry, go ahead, Janelle. Okay. You mentioned about how the players will get involved in it. I'm wondering how the league itself would get involved in it. I mean, since, you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic and, you know, they're trying every avenue to get money. I wonder how would the league and even the players association will, will get involved in, in this? Um, I've heard like down the road that, you know, 
it's as funny as that the sounds, you know, like Disney bucks, you know, you go to Disney and then you like basically have to buy their income, have their income. It's, it's a thing that they're looking into like NBA bucks, you know, where, you know, <laughs> whether it's, you know, the team shop or top shop or, you know, concessions at the game or, you know, anything, you know, anything NBA related, you know, they're going to like have their own type of currency and yeah, that, that type of thing. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, again, I am, you know, obviously I, I'm not, um, the, the smartest person to, 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 to figure out how this all happens or how they, how they make money off of this. But yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, the biggest start is, you know, putting their name on it for the licensing part of it. Right. And then they kind of can just determine how they, you know, what, what makes the most sense for them. And, you know, if the demand is there, you know, if, if I can, if it's going to cost me a, a dollar more for a beer, if I pay in cash instead of, you know, my NBA bucks, you know, I'm going to spend those NBA bucks, you know? So I, you know, I, I think, I think it's definitely a way they're, they're going to, they're going to make this work. My question kind of goes out to anyone who, who wants to answer this. Uh, first of all, is do we know whether or not any of the money that's being made by this counts towards basketball related income? Because for a league who's like, hustling to try to figure out how to make up the money that they lost over the pandemic. You know, this is, I could see huge potential here. Um, and then the other uh, question is, I guess to follow up Britt on what you were talking about is I'm just kind of wondering what some of the, um, you know, we've been talking very enthusiastically and I'm like ready to buy as soon as they'll let me buy one. Um, but I'm wondering, uh, you know, what sort of downsides we may have heard or um, about, about this. When it comes to licensing, essentially anything that I, I have this feeling, and this is just my opinion about it, that the NBA has some sort of stake into this, especially since they're repping it so hard. It just seems as though that they have gotten on this from the ground and they're going to have like a percentage stake. It just hasn't been announced yet. That's just my opinion. And uh, I don't want to necessarily say that I'm, um, you know, saying that as like a truth. Um, I'm just thinking that there's, there's just too much smoke with them promoting that and then also ESPN having it on their podcast when it was completely random. Although I know Winhurst had it like a couple of weeks before that podcast where it actually blew up, but it, it, there's just too much smoke. Um, Brandon, what do you think? And then I can go back to the security thing. Um, as far as like negatives towards it. Well, no, just more like, do you think that the NBA is using this to oh. um, supplement their income? Yeah. I mean, yes, definitely. It just, so I was, I was skeptical of it. So for whatever reason, when I, when I heard that podcast, I didn't hear, I must have just missed it. I didn't hear the NBA's name was on it, even though, you know, it only, it should only make sense if the NBA's name was on it since, you know, they were using, you know, the likeness and the players and things like that. So I was like, wait, what? Why would I even want to believe in this if the NBA is not even on board? Then I went back and saw the NBA is on board. So yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think it's, I, I'd be dumbfounded if they weren't making something off of this. Like they have to be. It's it just, just as much money as they say is being moved around on, on this, it, it, they have to be making money. They, they just have to be. Yeah. And also, I mean, 
even if it's just licensing rights, mm-hmm. that is hundreds of thousands or if not millions of dollars at this point mm-hmm. since there's so many transactions. The league must be making you know, a significant amount of money, at least the last two weeks. Um, as for security, like, I, I don't want to necessarily like, rain on folks parade. My main concern is how they're protecting the NFT, which is essentially like the certificate that's being used to um, show like, hey, this is the ownership of Brandon for mm-hmm. when, for the six cards, I guess four cards since you sold some of them um, that you have. Um, if Top Shop, see, my concerns are around like, with other cryptocurrency when it comes to like Bitcoin and other things like that, um, there's been a lot of instances of folks not protecting that certificate or in this are the, um, the bits, um, for their, um, currency and then someone like steals it. Mm-hmm. And since it's a digital sort of asset and one of a kind is essentially just like stealing, um, you know, pay, uh, dollar bills. So. Mm-hmm. Whenever I hear BitChain, I sort of get skeptical. I mean, that said, I do have some Bitcoin now, even though I heard about it 10 years ago at this point. <laughs> like, it's been going on for a while. It's just sort of surprising that um, now that, like, crypto art, which is, like, the mm-hmm. sort of what started this thing and now um, essentially, like, card, um, digital cards is so popular now um I, I think it's just the right place at the right time when it comes to who wanted or i i guess like people being uh unable to go many places unless you want to risk getting sick um but i think the one last thing is that i i could see the nba like having physical versions of these like you know since a lot of the you know what i've seen so far it looks like a little um those 3D hologram things that you would see back in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, The technology has advanced a lot. So I could potentially see them like having, if they really wanted to like a physical version of these little boxes Mm -hmm. and have the video clip and then have a physical as well as a digital download of the certificate. They could do like cutesy things like that to sort of sell this and even get even more money. So I, uh, it's going to be interesting how they want our top shot shot protects the assets and make sure that people don't like, you know, start stealing it and then turning around and selling. But I, I guess at the same time, one of the positive things about the uh, crypto art and, um, and top shot is that if someone does steal it, you would know who that person is. Like they mm-hmm. can't necessarily like wrench it, um, like, you know, with paper money, um, and laundry it through, like they'll eventually get caught if they're using a one of a kind thing that has the same serial number as someone else. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I-, I guess I sort of feel like it's a lot of, it'd be interesting how like, there will be a lot of regret with people who are spending like $71,000 for a LeBron yeah. card or something like that. It, it's going to be silly. Yeah, no doubt. Like, again, like it's, you know, risk reward, right? So, um, and all the crypto stuff, I, as I mentioned, like it just freaks me out. So I just never, you know, I'm, I'm still not even, I guess I'm officially on this wagon in a sense since I'm doing this, but no, like, you know, I, I talk, I talk, you know, optimistically about it, but again, I'm I'm just as you know, <laughs> I have just as many questions still. And you know, one of the one of the bigger things now is, or things I saw aside from the stuff that that you were talking about in, in the bots, is just you know getting your money. 
<laughs> after you, you know, after you, you, uh, after you sell a moment for whatever you sell it for is, you know, withdrawing the money. And right now it's a 30 day minimum wait. And, you know, if you are out here, you know, trying to do this thing, like as a, a, a day thing, and, you know, more of like a, yeah, day by day type of deal and not long term, you know, that, that can present some issues with, you know, getting the money out of your account and, and, and how that works and things like that. So again, yeah, it's just, you know, I, the beta thing is like super wild to me that like, well, I can't even believe I'm doing something in a beta mode and, and things like that. But yeah, it's just, yeah, I mean, as optimistic as I am, you know, I, I'll, I'll read as many like, beware of this, be careful of this and, and, and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's super fluid, which again, depending on who you are, that's, that could be good or it could be bad. What I'm curious about is, you know, in the physical, when we trade cards or, you know, collect cards, we have, we know where to store them. We have those plastic mm -hmm. uh, pages with sleeves in them. How do you store your, your moments? How, how does that work? So it's, you know, you're on the website and it's just basically, you know, it's, it's tabs on the website, you know, um, and one of the tabs is collection and there sit your, you know, your moments that, that you have. And it's, it's, I mean, it's just, you know, I can log onto the website wherever I want and, you know, I, I'll go to collections and they'll be sitting right there. So, I mean, I know that sounds simplistic, but, um, yeah, I mean, you just, they, they, once you purchase them or, or open a pack, they, they sit there until, you know, you, you move them. On this podcast, we've had some discussions about how we're not very excited about the, um, players having to go play an all-star game mm. and realizing that it's for money. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine how fun it would have been oh. if it had some sort of special all-star top shot, oh like collab yes. that all of our favorite players could have stayed home and rested. Yes. And instead we all as a community come together and like spend all this money on like old all-star mm -hmm. game moments, old dunk. I'll buy all the Derek Jones Jr. Uh, champion, <laughs> slam dunk champion ones. Yeah. I was just like, oh, they, that would yeah. have been so good. Yeah. I, I'm like, I, I, I'm not going to be surprised if a, a top shop gets dropped during that all-star week that Saturday. Like some, someone's going to say it. It's just, you know, it's already out there, but you know, out there on, you know, their biggest broadcast or one of their biggest broadcasts or showcase event. I, I'm, I'm betting it's going to get dropped by somebody on, on during that day. Well, so the way I understand, again, their marketing is so brilliant. And right now they're like, yeah, but, you know, first of all, when you go to the website for people who haven't been there, they're like, would you like Tyler Hero to show you around? <laughs> yes. Did you get Tyler? Is yeah, it the same it, person? Yes. Yeah, it's been, he's been up there for like the last two weeks. Yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I wasn't sure if like yep. different people got different NBA stars to show yeah. him around or not. But anyway, and then they're like, okay, the next step is, you know, get a, you know, acquire moments. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, you can go here. And so you're like, sweet. And you're like, all ready to like get a moment. And like, okay, how much do they cost? They're like, <laughs> oh, they're only nine bucks. And then you're like, oh, those are not available. Sold out. Yeah. But we have $99 ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you are yeah. so, so smart. Yeah, exactly. But how, 
I don't quite understand how I'm supposed to try to get one of those like lower end ones. Like, okay, so so okay. you are you talking about like the packs or just like one individual moment? No, like a pack, like they're okay. the ones all that that huge list of ones that are all sold out. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so honestly, the best thing I did was like sign. I I just put you know, and I hate doing this because I hate extra emails, but the I just did like right. Yeah, yeah just alerts. <laughs> yeah, I just hit. Uh, email me when a pack is going to drop, you know? So the one, both in both situations, they gave you at least 24 hours and they say the line, you know, the digital line opens up at so-and-so Pacific time. And yeah. And then it's, you know, crap shoot from there. But yeah, I mean, that, that, that was the only way it was, you know, uh, um, email alerts. Cause again, you know, you you don't have an app for it, so it's not like it's pinging you or anything like that. So you know, email alerts. And like I said, I, for at least these two that I've been a part of, at least they've given you 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So you 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 have if you know get into position and or maneuver whatever schedule you have around to 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 try to get get one of these packs. Well, I've already changed my username to Team Mom, which is my preferred name. So I'm stoked about that because I was not able to get that as my like actual handle on Twitter, but I was yeah. able to get that for Top Shot. So Team Mom is ready if I can ever figure out how to buy one. Awesome. I have another question. For those who are wanting to get into it, uh, what what is your advice? Um, so, I mean, I'll just use it in context. Uh, I'm guessing, you know, most of the people that listen to you guys are, you know, um, average ish people as far as, you know, income and like responsibilities. And I, I, you know, I'm just going in just like the, the price line of just, you know, someone that, you know, they're not about to just drop, you know, an insanely amount of money on this, right? And then not, and not really know what, what happens next. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, risk reward, obviously, but the packs, I mean, I still think that's your best way in, you know, ground floor. Maybe you get lucky with, you know, somebody and with a moment, especially the, the, the $9 packs, you know, that's, that's a small investment, you know, and, um, yeah, again, hopefully you get a moment off of that and maybe you, you get somebody that, you know, is at, at its low end right now, it's going for like $50 and then, you know, hang on to it or, and then that, that, you know, so I'll give you an example. So like Jeremy Grant this year, you know, he's like his like stats and just recognition has just gone over the roof. Right. So, um, I saw that, you know, someone got like a Jeremy Grant and like a, a common pack and, you know, at early on and they kind of just shrugged their shoulders, but, you know, he's been at least numbers wise been playing out of his mind. And so that's obviously increased and things like that. So I guess, I guess risk reward. And then I guess it's different if you're looking to do this like on a day to day thing or if you cannot you know, get anxious and, and be able to hold on to this for a year, two years, three years, four years. So, you know, if you have more moments, you can kind of play around with that. Right. So, like I said, I had, I started with six, I moved two of them. I got, and I wanted, I looked for one moment. I wanted to get eyes 
for some for some reason, I'm like a big Isaiah Roby fan. I just think that like he whenever he gets to play regularly, like that dude is gonna like ball out and 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 things like that. So I like invested in um uh, uh Isaiah Roby moment and you know obviously that's like a long term play, right? So maybe in a couple years he is starting and 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 things like that and maybe on a playoff team. So that you know that forty dollar investment I made on him it, it could turn into you know four hundred or what whatever. You know, what whatever you deem is uh, likely or whatever you deem is a, a profit for you. So um yeah I I think it's it's definitely different if you're looking to do if you're basically looking to trade daily or if you're looking to move or if you're looking or you can you know be patient and, and sit on this um but the short answer is again do the packs because it's you obviously get more chances and it's just less of an investment for you know people that don't want to go all in on one moment and not know what's going to happen to that going forward yeah, um, this isn't actually a question, but I was very interested, and maybe this is what I should have done before if I was a prepping type of person to see like what this started. And I didn't realize that the release, or they actually made this par- partnership back in two thousand or twenty nineteen. So mm-hmm. this isn't just like something that came out no. of the blue. This is something that's been developed for the last few years, um, and they do remark it as a partnership between mm-hmm. the NBA, the MBPA. Well, think. Are 450, which is the commercial arm of the um, National Basketball Players Association, and Dapper Labs, which is the group that created um, Top Shot, or I guess uh, created the um, Crypto Kitty, which is one of the um, collectible digital art, is what they call it. Uh, okay. um, so it, I guess my sort of thought process is like uh, with anything you have to take it for what it is it is just a um you know just like beanie babies like things Mm -hmm. become um i guess worthwhile depending on how much you like things so if you like a collectible thing just expect that the price isn't going to go up a ton and Mm -hmm. take it as it is but if you think that hey i'm not gonna get your you know i need this much money i I wouldn't want to wait 30 days to get a return on something that's that's sort of silly to me so i i don't know i i find it interesting but we'll see how it goes I can't wait to buy my first pack because so, uh, Brandon, a backstory mm-hmm. here is at the yes. beginning of the podcast, um, we had like we were talking about we had some shoe folks on. And okay. so like before the end of our first episode, talking to somebody about shoes, I had purchased my first shoes. Okay. <laughs> so I got okay. my Air Force ones. There you go. There. All right. <laughs> but I'm afraid to wear them. I'm afraid I'm going to go out because I live in Oregon and so it's like mud everywhere. So oh, I yeah. have this beautiful white shoes sitting there and I'm afraid to wear them. Yeah, so not, not a chance. Yeah. Top shot might be a better way for me to invest because I don't have to worry about that. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm glad. It's a, uh, I'll just quickly ask, is anyone else – Um going to sign up or at least try to get in the game or are you you not convinced yet (laughs) i think i might you know i'm already doing stocks and everything and i've Mm -hmm. i've collected cards when i was a kid and i'm i might just do it Mm -hmm. i I just might i'm curious i've been seeing it all on the timeline and i'm like why not 
I'm, I'm thinking about it heavily. And I say that because I want to beat the bot. I'm tired of getting beat by bots. So <laughs> I have a little motivation in that, but I want to see how it goes, but I don't want to get on the train too late. They need yep, to create a, yep. they need to create a kind of stock for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we can buy stock and stuff and that would be nice and interesting. I don't want to miss the train. You never want to miss the train. No. So yeah. that's what I'm hoping not to do. And uh, and as crazy as it sounds, that's what I thought uh, Top Shot was. I thought it was like a combination of, you know, collecting cards and stocks in a way, you know, mm-hmm. like day trading or whatever. I thought it was kind of like that. I might want to play it like that, actually. I mean, you can play. I mean, you can play it as like, you know, day trading if if that's what you get. Like, if that's what you want to do, people are out here, you know, moving it like it is a stock, you know, day by day, you know, a play. Like I, so I've seen um, that if a player plays good tonight, like his thing might increase a little bit in value um, by the end of the day. By the end of the day, and I've also heard like it's you know it's kind of like the entertainment industry. Like Thursday, Fridays are good days to be out here moving. Thursday, Friday, Saturdays are out here are good days to be out here making moves and and seeing the market. And like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday aren't necessarily that active of the days and and things like that. So I, I guess it's ebbs and flows. And look, I <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say, but this morning I like made myself a little Excel chart. Excel chart with my, with my people just so I can, I just want to track some trend and making sure, you know, I'm, I'm not missing anything that I should be missing. So look, I, I guess, I guess you can say I'm fully enough. I'm making Excel chart, Excel sheets. <laughs> what I'm, what I would like to see is how Top Shot would market or, you know, increase in value those milestone moments, mm-hmm. you know, those record breaking moments. That's what I'm curious about. And then, like, look, if if you get one of those, it's it just depends if it's like a, it can be, it could be, it's definitely going to be worth a little bit more value, but then it determines if it's like a common, like if it's one out of fifteen hundred, or if it's like in one of these series, one of these like limited release series where it's only one moment out of twenty, you know, and it's like got like an extra little sticker on it, like like uh, platinum series, you know whatever so yeah i mean i i I don't i mean i would exactly i mean i don't know how the the, how they place the cards in 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 the virtual packs but um yeah i mean it's definitely like i said that that lamello ball that was his first assist was just in a common pack (laughs) you know i mean i know he's not a legendary player or anything like that but i'm just saying as far as just you just don't know exactly what you're going to get. And, you know, that pass looks rather benign. And even the LeBron James thing I got, I just thought it was a regular three-pointer. I didn't even, like, really click on the moment to see what it was. And then I saw it was, like, the, again, that moment where he hits that three, and he, he, I think he said after the game that one of his teammates bet him it wasn't going to go in. And then he turned around and, and did all that. So that's a little bit more unique of a moment that, you know, somebody would – probably one aside from just like a regular uh, another regular three in the regular season uh, you know so yeah another thing I'm curious about is you know there's some there's some instances where there's pop culture getting involved in collections and you're a big fan of The Bachelor do you see something like that <laughs> <laughs> you see, do you see something like that getting into the to the crypto space yeah, I mean 
So, okay, so briefly here. Um, so I've seen to kind of, you know, um, draw some type of, of parallel here. I, I, I saw a thing that uh, Mark Cuban, some interviews on some podcasts, he was trying to sell his memes. Like, <laughs> you, you know, and that, that sounds ridiculous, right? And so, yeah, I can see where, you know, shows and, and things like that, like it's, it, you know, again, the, the roof is just like unlimited where, you know, if, if you want, you know, the, 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 the Dame meme after he hit that shot over that shot to, to, to eliminate Paul George and then like that would be, you know, for some people, that's going to be a value to have that, that meme and, and, and having one out of the, a thousand of those and things like that. So yeah, I, I could see pop culture, you know, down the line, definitely like, you know, TV shows and things like that. You know, you can own that, you know, if, if, if we're talking memes, you, you could, own that and and the gifts or gifts or however you say we're saying things like that and so yeah i i can definitely see that happening down the road as well right well this concludes this episode of step back sisterhood brandon where can we find you i am on twitter at brandon earl underscore and on uh nba top shop my name is Hoops Earl on, on there as well. Um, so yeah, those are my, my main, main two, main two things in relationship to this. But yeah, that, that's where you can find me. And otherwise, I know you got your, your pod, uh. Oh yeah. So yeah, we, you know, do a fun podcast about, about The Bachelor. You know, we don't take it too seriously. Um, we're not really looking for love on, on, on this show. It's more of just the fun and the drama and we kind of just have some fun with it. And, and relate it to our lives and, and just give it a, a little bit. Um, it's two black guys that me and another black guy that are the, the two co-hosts. So, you know, a little bit different perspective for a show that doesn't really have that much diversity on it. So we just give it a little bit different spin on it. Um, the name of the podcast is Two Bros in a Row. So that's, that's kind of my other side hustle there, having fun with that. I'm very excited to dive into that because I've watched a total of like three episodes of The Bachelor, but I love Bachelor podcasts. Yes, there you go. You don't go. have to actually watch the show. Exactly, exactly. You just get to know the people. And so I am sure. excited to check yours out. Awesome. Appreciate it. And thanks for right. having me, guys. Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate you. it. I learned a lot about Top Shot. I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I a lot. Hey, you're you're only two weeks ahead of me, so you know I I I I've deep dived some, but look, I two weeks ago I didn't know anything, so I I I know the basics and a little bit there's a little bit more to get at least people started and kind of dumb it down for 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 everyone, so so we can understand this a little bit better. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Step Back Sisterhood. You can find us on Twitter at Step Back Sisters. You can find Janelle at Janelle 12. You can find Tara at TCBBIGGS. Britt is at Britt Robotista. And Amber is at Simply Me underscore AB. We are part of Blue Wire Hustle, and we appreciate you so much for listening. Thank you, and we will talk to you in a couple weeks.